0: doors. Rolling. Brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1032, March 8, 2023, 70 degrees on this day in 2016. Oh, that'd be nice. Get out a fun car, scooter, or bike. Eight below in 1887.
1: Have an ice cream cone. And
0: on this day, (laughs) on this day, excuse me, on this day in 1999. I mean... Damn near 13 inches of snow. I don't oh. recall that. 1999. There you have wow. it. From the mayor's house man. on the oh, east shore oh, oh, of Spoon Lake. Time. It's Garage Logic <laughs> <laughs> with Chris Reavers, manning technology corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Height in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushiro. Hi, we're the show that has no political party. (laughs) Where's the party? There isn't one. You You guys, I can't resist. Oh, Oh, You're going to. Come on, I will. I will. I will. I will. You You agreed. You want it? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was telling the boys uh, off the air, the town council heard this. Uh... I don't know what to do about this show. Uh,
2: what? Yeah, do you have an ounce? you getting serious on me. Whether to take it. All right. We'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah take care. Well, I I can't. <laughs> I'm
0: having a hard time uh, fitting into the current world we live in. Uh, especially locally. I'm sure I'd feel the same way if I lived in any other country. I'm sorry in any other city closest to the country's tallest buildings. But this continuing doubling down on the theft of Kias and Hyundais has me wondering who to talk to. Uh, who who can bring me off the ledge?
3: You mean a, a guest idea?
0: Yeah, do we bring on a priest? Do we bring on a... Psychiatrist? Do we? Well,
3: um, my advice—my advice advice is don't bring on the psychologist that was featured in today's (laughs) uh, story in the Star Tribune because he can't get his ass together.
0: I mean, just here's the story in the Star Tribune. Pioneer Press has it also, and that is the Attorney General. And the usual suspects, mayors. Does Cedric have anything to do Cedric Alexander?
1: Uh, I haven't
2: heard what from Cedric, happened to Cedric? For, for many months. Have You're yet- paying him a lot
0: of money, and
1: he's kind of the grand pool was, wasn't I think there he the, was part of this. There was I, the dust-up towards the end of last year, wasn't there? I don't know.
0: Anyway, the the uh, and I heard Ellison yesterday on a local radio station, and again... Uh, The only reason he apparently would go on that station is because he knew perfectly well he wouldn't face anything confrontational. True. And he didn't. It was just giant softballs thrown to him, and the host was somewhat agreeing with the idea that it's obviously the car's fault that it gets stolen. Here's the uh, story in the Star Tribune... Any, I'm sorry. I, uh, Ellison uh, gathered the usual suspects, the mayors of the cities and police chiefs, and he had a press conference to announce how tough he's going to be on Hyundai and Kia. And then the uh, lead uh, of the story in the Star Tribune is someone broke into Ian Evans' garage in late December, busting his window and then accessing his steering column to steal his 2013 Kia Rio EX. It was a big scramble to get a rental, to get the police report filed, to figure out where the car was, said Evans, a University of Minnesota staff psychologist. It's a violating feeling. Well, Well, it always is. I mean, anytime uh, pal, that happens, it's it a is. violating
3: feeling. It's been feeling. like
0: that forever. But by the logic of this corrupted ideology that we're now... Uh, dying under the weight of, well, then you have to blame the window in your garage. Don't you? Isn't that... I mean, I'm not off base. Because it should be an unbreakable window? Breaking the window was easier than stealing the car. The car has to be dismantled. There's nothing easy about it. But this, this guy, who obviously has sold his soul... Ian Evans said, well, the, the window was broken, and then the steering column was accessed. Well, in, in all seriousness, isn't the window at fault as much as the steering column? You would
2: have better windows manufactured. Yeah,
3: you know what we do in South Minneapolis? We board them up. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, we just board up our garage windows. Not a problem. Doesn't happen.
0: Ellison believes he can figure out to, how to bring a case uh, to charge Kia and Hyundai with violating Minnesota's consumer protection and public nuisance laws.
2: Come on. You're wasting your time and our money. <clears throat>
0: because the cars don't have anti-theft technology, most other cars do, uh, making them easy to steal. I'm People people i i am at a loss i i i'm I don't know what to say i don't know who to talk to i don't know where to go to find sanity uh the newscasts locally aren't helpful they report this kind of stuff cheerfully we'll get them there and this this guy says well they broke the window and man that what a hassle i had to rent a car well that that's what happens uh maybe, maybe it's as simple as Ellison doesn't go after window manufacturers because maybe in the case of Ian Evans' broken window, it was manufactured by a company that doesn't have pockets as deep as Kia and Hyundai. Hmm. Now, there is a theory out there. Uh, where's that email? Very interesting theory. Mm-hmm. This is from, uh, no. Oh, I shoot, could- I can't find it.
3: Damn. I could uh, I could be this psychologist. I could be his psychologist. He, he should come to me because I think I could make him feel better. I would say to him, look, pal, just think if you were held up at gunpoint. Just think if somebody pulled you over on the street, knocked your glass out, punched you in the face, pulled you out of your car, and drove away with your puppers in the back. Just think... If you were a woman and you were raped in a hallway, just think. I would put it into perspective. And maybe he would, you know, chill out a little bit and realize it's not the end of the world, pal. Did that give you enough time? Yeah, I got it. Okay, good. Good Go ahead. (laughs) All I was doing was (laughs) filling.
0: Well, this guy, Dan in Cottage Grove, went deep uh, into the uh, black helicopter world. But why shouldn't he have? I mean, things don't make sense anymore. Yeah. Right. Joe, you mentioned the current Kia-Hyundai fiasco and how blame for thefts is illogically being placed at the feet of the automobile manufacturers instead of thieves. You then pointed out how it is also being considered to add any vehicles 10 years and older to the discussion unless they have updated anti-theft equipment installed. Why would the powers that be do this? Easy, but it may sound crazy to the, men of, to the many of Minnesotans' blissfully comfortable class. You've touched on this before regarding the ramrodding of electric vehicles into a market that statistically does not want them yet, nor can most afford them. The best I can surmise is that this is all part of a green goal to remove cars from the majority from the majority of the so-called working underclasses and force them either into heavy debt... By upgrading to an unaffordable EV, consistently paying to upgrade their older car to be compliant with modern anti-theft protocols or be left with relying upon mass transit to provide any mobility. By incrementally removing traditionally affordable options to 90% of the population, this end result is almost a certainty. And then, eventually, there will be only 10% of the cars currently on the road, most of which are driven only by those who can afford them, and CO2 emissions will be curbed. The majority of us are eventually going to be priced out of driving, and this is likely just one of many methods being deployed across the state and country to make sure it comes about.
3: Where's he from?
0: Cottage Grove
3: from the Twin Cities metro area, close to the tallest buildings. Uh, I'm willing to go with that black helicopter theory for that area. Out here, we're not being forced to do that. But, again, out here, we are controlled by the people near the tallest buildings.
0: Well, what you could say about this is that Ellison's behavior is reflective of the... uh, of the agenda of the Mysterious, which is to hate cars. Do you think, what is his
3: success ratio? Is he doing pretty good? Who? Ellison? Ellison. I, I bring it up because... I don't when, know that he's
0: done anything.
3: When you introduced this topic, you said he rounded up the usual suspects, and he told us what he's going to do about it. And it seems to me, ever since he got into office, he's been doing a lot of that. Now, some things he follows through and prosecutes and makes a small business owner in a small town suffer. But uh, I can't help but think about this story from the other day where he finally got a conviction in this feeding our family uh, fiasco. Mm -hmm. He got his first conviction. Mm -hmm. And it was a gal that stole, hold on, $18 million. Right. Her fine $1,000. $1,000. You are correct, sir. I would call that extremely ineffective. So, should we be worried about what Ellison says he's going to do when he, in fact, does something?
0: It's not. Of course, big- you should be worried about Ellison. He's not. His worldview is not that of a garage logician. What do we do about this story out of Charlotte, South Carolina? What do you got? Isn't Charlotte in South Carolina, or is it North Carolina? North, 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 whatever. Charlotte. Uh, Maserati uh, and 100,000-plus BMWs among cars stolen overnight from a dealer in East Charlotte. Queen City News needs your help to find a fugitive. Several suspects were caught on camera ripping off some very expensive cars. Uh, The theft happened at Adams Auto Group on Independence Boulevard on Feb 27 at about 2 a.m. The suspect smashed the front door. Well, there again, that's the glasses problem.
2: Right. Better doors.
0: Then they found the key fobs on a desk in the showroom floor. Well, how much easier could it be to steal the
2: car? Come get me. Key fob saying, come get me.
0: They jumped into the car, started them up, and drove off the lot. I'm being very serious here when I say what are we going to do what what's going to happen to stories like this According to the police report four cars were stolen with a total value of more than $300,000 The suspects drove off with a 2020 BMW 760i worth 109 ooh, a 2020 ooh. BMW 850i worth 79 uh, these are all used cars a yeah. 2020 BMW 840 valued at 68 and a Maserati Ghibli uh, Grand Sport worth fifty five. Yeah, they're pretty high end cars. So we're hoping someone recognizes the vehicles being driven in the area, or they may have some insight or knowledge in reference to these individuals that committed the crime. Said Detective Rick Smith of uh, from Charlotte Crime Stoppers. This is the second similar high-end theft from an auto dealer in the past month. On Feb 5, four cars were stolen from Rick Hendrick's City Chevrolet on Independence Boulevard, where the suspects broke in, found the key fobs, and drove off. It's not their fault. It, it's, it's not their fault. It was too easy to take these cars.
3: Well, I know who did it. It's simple. I mean, the story basically tells you who did it the people it's, who work at the dealership no it's the mafia yeah. no yeah. no joy goes in there and steals four high-end cars to go out and do crimes with and
0: smash up i saw the video it ain't the mob uh sure <laughs> charlotte- no, but they're working for the mob joe charlotte police say the suspects of the adams auto theft possibly were driven up to the dealership in an older model, older model blue car it was captured on surveillance video if you know anything about this crime call this number uh, there is a cash reward for any info leading to an arrest you know what the world is becoming and they forecasted it 43 years ago dumber, dumber. it's <laughs> everything's the animal house speech
2: mm-hmm. yeah we're not going to sit here.
0: And which, which, you. the Animal House speech now makes more. Maybe you could find it. Makes more and more oh, sense with each pa- play. It, yeah, I don't care. I'll take the responsibility for it. Uh, no, that's no, not no. What if happens. you
3: take the responsibility, the show ends. What Blame I, it on Rook. Well, you all know what I'm talking about in the film. In the film. Uh, in
0: the film, Animal House, the fraternity always uh, under pressure to reform uh, was caught cheating on a test. And by the time they get done convoluting their remarks to the uh, superiors of the school, they had the superiors of the school condemning the United States of America. And the same thing is happening here. Uh, It's happening in Charlotte now. How are you going to handle these stolen high-end used cars? You know, if these guys who stole them were smart, they'd be following the news in Minneapolis. And they'd be saying, how dare you think we're thieves? Why, this was an example of how easy the human being is tempted in this day and age. Those key fobs were just sitting there, begging me to take one.
4: So they're going to talk Ellison like did. Oliver Oliver Hardy? They, they all talk like Oliver Hardy. Then. Whatever. How <laughs> dare you?
0: But Ellison <laughs> said the same thing. These cars might as well have a sign on them that says, steal me. No, they but, should. No, that's not even accurate.
1: But if you've been paying attention for five minutes, Joe... That's what's been going on for quite some time. We're being gaslit to death.
0: I can't take this anymore. Uh, uh, We live in a time that makes no sense.
3: Okay, so back to your original statement. What are we going to do about it in reference to the show? Are we going to continue to go home angry and depressed every day? I mean, I worked myself into a tizzy this morning um, about my taxes. (laughs) I had our gal, Linda Keller, do my taxes. They were so easy that she finished right away. Getting a nice fat check from the feds, I owe the state $898. <laughs> I started thinking about this, Joe. How much is my refund supposed to be when we get that check from You're the governor?
0: You're not going to get a refund. The uh, but, governor of the state is going to steal that money.
3: But he's been threatening to, and I, re- if if I remember right, the figure was right around 1200 apiece. Um so what 2400 for two people. So you're going to give me 2400 when I had to pay 898. Why don't you just not take the 898
0: and I'll call it a wash because we'll it be makes good. too much sense.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I worked myself into a rage before I even opened up the newspaper. <laughs> All right.
0: Is it is it accurate to say that the very foundation of Judeo-Christian life, yeah, has yep. been has been eliminated. Yep,
3: yep. And I and I've seen what I you've been know. saying. I'm seeing other people say it now. the The American way of life is threatened. They hate it. They want to change it. The American dream and achieving the American dream is dead. As far as they, it's wrong. It's capitalism.
0: It's evil. Whatever yeah, they believe, it's it. wrong. Yeah, yeah. The Judeo-Christian way of life regarding just even the Ten Commandments, for example, mean not, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Nothing means anything anymore. And I can see it not meaning anything to the political class because it's how they're retaining power. I I I don't I don't know this Ian Evans uh at all. I've never met Ian Evans. I don't know anything about him. But what surprises me is that uh here's an apparently functioning male uh with a job uh that presumably would require of him some responsibility uh, to get there for example and to uh, Turn on the lights and, and open the classroom door and and do his work, and he is extraordinarily willing to accommodate the political class by corroborating their belief that it was the car's fault. Mm-hmm. I I am well, Tell me about it. Did this this fruitcake from, uh, Coon Rapids ever call us oh. back?
1: Zach Stevenson? Uh, as a matter of fact... He
0: thinks it's not safe to have these cars in a neighborhood.
1: He did not call me back, but a member of his office did yesterday at about <sighs> four. Or, uh, sorry, 3.30 yesterday.
5: Mm-hmm. And Telling my
1: it. voice will transcribe the actual voicemail into text, so I'll read it to you here. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, hey Chris, this is Jack. I'm in represent, Representative Stevens office. Sorry we missed your call earlier. Um just wanted to um give you a call back. Um it's our <laughs> recommendation to get in touch with that uh author of the bill. Uh I think it would be the perfect candidate to interview on the show on the Kia. Uh his name is Brad. He doesn't even give me a last name. Anyway, that's uh um was used. One, two, three, four, five. I don't know if we can hold. We don't hold that against him. No, I'm just saying that no. But anyway, he uh, basically saying it's not Zach's responsibility to come on um, the show. Well, maybe you people in Coon Rapids, uh, in all seriousness,
0: maybe uh, if you're GLers in Coon Rapids, you could uh, uh, ask of this fellow an accounting for his beliefs.
3: When are they going to do that? They get up at 5 a.m., they work until 6 p.m., they've got three kids, They two of them have hockey, the other one has a dance recital, uh, they're not going to get home and back in bed till 11.
0: Okay, but maybe this guy has a town hall meeting or something once in there a while. Goes. yeah,
3: yeah. Yep.
5: Well,
0: and to find we out if find out when he makes himself available <laughs> to the public, to yes. you constituents in Coon Rapids, <laughs> and say well, we're a bit puzzled as to your beliefs that a car in a neighborhood constitutes a safety problem. We we prefer to believe that criminally minded people constitute the safety problem. And would you please explain yourself? It's up to you, people in Coon Rapids. Somehow, this guy, this fruitcake, got elected.
1: Let me provide a non sequitur that's not going to be a non sequitur to answer your question. Huh? Huh? I'm looking at the timeline from what the governor has done from basically 24 hours ago to right now. Mm-hmm. The five of us, mm-hmm. it is our job, mm-hmm. well, less me and Rook, but you three, yeah. to monitor the news a lot to bring to this show. That's what we do here, right? Right. We do more than that, but yeah. But you know what I'm saying. We, we don't we follow this. We don't bring you the news. We analyze we, the deterioration of America. But what I'm saying is that's what we do: is we keep an eye on things that are going on, and it's almost impossible for us to keep up. Okay. Do you have something you wish to say about his 24-hour activities? Well, my point is just looking at what's been going on in this state alone for 24 hours. How is Ma and Pa taxpayers supposed to keep up with all of this nonsense. Well, I get when, what you're saying.
3: When it's being crammed right, down our non, throat at the non, rate non it is. is.
1: But it's answering your question right, from right, earlier. Right. It's, yeah. it's damn near impossible for it's, us to
3: keep it's up with this. Snowballing. Yep. Every day there's 10 more things they're shoving at
1: us lieutenant governor peggy flanagan just said i am so proud to stand with the faith nonprofit, and community leaders that have fought for driver's licenses for all for decades today we sent a message to minnesotans across the state minnesota is your home and we're so glad you're part of our community we all know that that's bs that's not why they passed driver's
0: license for all
1: was true until
0: about 2006 and 2003 2003 2003, and then it went away and now it's back but we all know what this is about. No, I, I understand. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. buying votes.
2: Ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, I'll be brief. The issue here is not whether we broke a few rules or took a few liberties with our female party guests. Just a
0: minute. Matt is reading the Animal House speech.
2: Yes, uh, we did. But you can't hold a whole fraternity responsible for the behavior of a few sick, perverted individuals. <laughs> if you do, shouldn't we blame the whole fraternity system? And if the whole fraternity system is guilty, then isn't this an indictment of our educational institutions in general? Yes. Isn't this an indictment of our American entire American society? This is perfect. Yeah, you you can do well. You can do what you want to <laughs> us, but we won't sit here and listen to you badmouth the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> that's We've exactly get, what's, happening. That's what's happening.
3: Let's get a production guy to read that in a studio, so oh. we can just use that.
1: You have to use it all the time. with the Ray Charles underneath. As yeah, a see bag. if we yeah. can get
3: Rocco or Tony yeah. or somebody to read that.
0: That it's that's, that's exactly what's happening. 100%
3: Hey GLers, Kenny here, clinging to my can of seafoam. This stuff is a miracle when it comes to preserving the integrity of gasoline in your seasonal cylinders. We all use it when it comes to putting those machines to bed for the winter and or summer. Uh, It also works wonders in occasional use cylinders, cleaning deposits, preserving ignition vapors, keeping the moving parts moving, and don't be shy about occasionally feeding your daily driver a can of seafoam, especially during these winter months with the wild temperature swings. It's a Available everywhere the world over and a true miracle in the world of bad gas, seafoam. All right.
1: This guy wears many hats, just
0: not indoors.
1: Joe Souchere Got a great email from Tom from St. Paul. Tom Bonnet, not Bonnet. What's up, Tommy? He's from Nebraska, not France, as he's pointed out. Hey, Reavers, my wife and I used Keller Tax Services to prepare our taxes this year, and they were fantastic. We sent our documentation, met with Linda, and today we're ready to file. We missed the GL discount, unfortunately, by a couple of days, but that's a small price to pay. you get money back? For such a great recommendation. It's all? Like I it. Hope, sure. Our family tax guy retired a couple of years ago, and we had trouble finding someone uh, as reliable and community communicative to take over. And we're happy to say that Keller is our new go-to tax service. We're recommending them to everyone that we know. Well, thank you, Tom, from St. Paul. Uh, I'm scheduled here. Well, actually, no, I I take that back. I got to get on the schedule here. Keller Tax Services. It's Linda. She's a diehard GLer. She's going to take care of you, your family, and all of your taxes. And she prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. So, Go online, kellertaxservice.com to book that appointment. She does evenings and Saturdays, 320 352 0013. Hey, you only got a little more than a month before filing date. So 320 352 0013, kellertaxservice.com. Tell her you heard about her here on the Garage Logic Podcast. May,
3: may I? Yes. I called that number yesterday, yes, talked sir. to her, drove over to her place. Um, and her office is in her house and she lives in the country and there are no white trash or, um, meth heads or anything in, in between her and the town. I, I couldn't believe it. Every single place I went by was picture perfect, beautiful. Um, she's so awesome. She finished my taxes right away nice. and you don't have to be an old school jerk like me and drive over there and drop it off. The kids just do it all electronically. All right. So, wow. so don't worry about where she's at. It what, doesn't what matter. What the
0: hell brought up meth heads?
3: <laughs> because when you drive through the country. Every other place is a trailer house with 14 cars in front of it and something cooking in their little tin shed, and you know it's a myth. And I, I, it's just so unusual. It was because. Well, thank God joke. this woman's free of that. It, it was. I, I even commented to her on it. I said, Where's all the. Where are they?
1: KellerTechService.com. <laughs> Kenny a, gives her two thumbs up. You know off.
0: what? That's a unique endorsement. Yeah, absolutely. That was, is a unique endorsement. I was stunned. The yeah. area around. Sox Center is just glorious. Back to the stolen high-end cars in Charlotte. Could be any city. If the ease of theft is a mitigating factor in determining the definition of a crime, then why should the guys in Charlotte be held responsible for taking those cars? That's e- they, what they did was easier than stealing a Hyundai.
2: Yeah, they didn't wreck the car. Smash one
0: window, and there are the keys waiting for you. Isn't right. that easier than stealing a Hyundai? Yes, than taking apart the dashboard. All right. And, yep. Then they shouldn't be held responsible. Yeah, if you're, I'm, I'm if serious. Stevenson. They should not go to jail. They should not face any consequences. If the ease of committing a crime is the mitigating factor in determining if you could even still call it a crime, then they're off the hook. There's lots of stuff that's easy to steal. hmm Lots of stuff that's easy to steal. Trailers. Ooh, really easy. Outboard motors are really easy to steal.
2: The Boy Scout trailer that's always left on the lot that yeah. you know, gets stolen five yeah. times a year. Yeah. With yeah. <laughs> yeah. just a bunch of crummy, smelly camping I gear. I bought
0: a snowblower yeah. years and years and yeah. years ago from a crusty old fart at a hardware store over on Robert Street. Okay. I can't remember the circumstances, but I was advised to go there. I guess I the, had the best deal. And he said to me, he said, don't ever leave this thing running at the end of your driveway. Yeah. Why? I, I said, why? He said, because it'll get stolen.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs>
0: There's lots of stuff that's easy to steal.
1: Would it have been more or less likely to be stolen if it was running or not running, the snowblower?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Hmm.
2: The hell does that have to do
1: with it? Well, why would he have pointed out? Don't leave it there running. I I get it. I want to make a. I want to make. You just said something.
2: Thank you, John. There's a lot of things out there that are easy to steal. Just ask Dan Barrero. Wow, <laughs> Dan!
1: Oh I didn't God. say that, Dan. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, that was, was Matthew
3: Mikulski. Yes, my that Dan. was the
1: rook. Gets a promotion at the airport, and he's all full. Here of we go! <laughs> <laughs> never be working for him. I huh? will. I. Oh my God! He never hire you. <laughs> wow!
0: I'm. Um, what I wish to make an appeal, serious appeal, uh, to the people of Coon Rapids uh you've you've got to track down this Zach Stevenson who represents you you you've got to you've got to confront him about his beliefs you've You've got to ask him, uh representative, do you really believe that the car is at fault in the event it's stolen, and have him I, I, make him squirm, make him tell you
2: how can you believe that How can tell you me possibly more, right? believe that?
0: And then, and I'm I'm very serious when it's not hyperbole to suggest, in the case of Ian Evans, who Ellison found and then dragged over to the press conference, uh, here you tell him, even, oh, my window was broken, and then they got the car. Well, then you have the you, you you. It's your fault. You had a bad window. Yeah, that's bad glass.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the same thinking. Now, ironically, <laughs> and, and certainly certainly related, is the play story in today's Star Tribune. We're going back to Mary Moriarty. Okay. Uh, When a young mom was found slain at a Brooklyn Park apartment complex last fall, it took homicide detectives little time to figure that out. Under the cover of darkness, charges say two teenage boys had kicked in the door and confronted Zaria McKeever at the behest of her jealous ex-boyfriend. The 15- and 17-year-old brothers brandished a borrowed handgun, the younger one allegedly firing the fatal shots that cut down a woman he didn't even know, he barely knew. Surveillance video, witness statements, and physical evidence helped tie them to the crime scene. Prosecutors moved to certify the minors as adults so they could stand trial for second-degree murder alongside Herrick Haynes, the 22-year-old man suspected of orchestrating the invasion, getting these two kids to go with him and go in and shoot his ex-girlfriend. But then Mary Moriarty got elected as Hennepin County attorney, and she abruptly changed course. She offered the teens a plea deal in exchange for their testimony against Haynes. Mm-hmm. If they choose to cooperate, both boys could avoid a lengthy adult prison sentence and instead serve two years at the juvenile correctional facility in Red Wing before returning home on an intense form of extended probation lasting until their 21st birthday. The case marks a seismic shift in how the state's largest county attorney's office handles youth violence and also fulfills a core campaign promise by Moriarty. You elected her people, a former chief public defender who earned a resounding victory to become the top prosecutor last fall by preaching the merits of criminal justice reform. Before taking office, she uh, pledged, bear with me, it's very important, she pledged... uh, What'd she do?
3: The number of petitions. She pledged
0: to limit the number of petitions seeking adult certification with the intent of offering teens more services within the juvenile system. Hmm. The decision incensed McKeever's family and many community members who felt betrayed by what they viewed as a lack of accountability for the killers. Well, that's exactly what it is and a miscarriage of justice for survivors, especially the one-year-old daughter McKeever left behind. It was choked down our throat without any concern about how we felt, said her stepfather, Paul Green. We will not stand for it. I don't know what you're going to do, Paul. I mean, I'm rooting for you. Assistant Hennepin County Attorney Lee Erickson, who spent months aggressively pursuing criminal charges against the teens, told McKeever's family, I'm out of here. I'm voluntarily removing myself from the case in protest. Uh, in an interview, Moriarty defended the decision and her overall approach to prosecuting juveniles, citing research. Now, this is where I want anyone oh, concerned. Oh, oh, oh,
3: yes, Joe. I know where you're going. This yes. is where I
0: want anyone concerned about uh, any, uh, what you perceive to be the unfair urging of young people to transform their gender. You have an ally in the Hennepin County Attorney um well, she isn't of course she doesn't even realize she it, doesn't though. realize she's an ally in your efforts to introduce some sanity to this trend of younger and younger kids toying with the idea of uh, idea of gender transition you have an ally in Mary Moriarty for she says our goal is to treat kids like kids noting that incarceration can lead to worse outcomes for teens. Now, just replace the language, and you could say noting that transitioning can lead to worse outcomes for Did teens. Did you read the paragraph before that? Uh, in an interview, Moriari defended the decision and her overall approach to prosecuting juveniles, citing research on adolescent brain development that suggests a child's mind is not fully formed until the age of 25. You people, you have an ally in Mary (laughs) Moriarty. She doesn't even know it. She is your godsend for helping to bring sanity back to this ridiculous movement. Just because your little kid runs out, your little girl runs out and plays with a truck doesn't mean you have to do anything. And Mary Moriarty will back you up. And if she doesn't, she's she's a hypocrite beyond belief. And she's talking
3: out of both sides of her mouth. Is what she's doing. It's After just that.
0: amazing. You can use every word she speaks, releasing killers to gender transition. Mm-hmm. We know it. We know it. We know that kids that age are impressionable. They are impulsive. She's resting your case. Yep. They're easily manipulated. She's resting your case and subjected to peer pressure. She's your helpmate. She's going to be your ally in this movement to bring sanity back to this. That manipulation combined with the suspected gunman's age and the lack of criminal record played a significant role in her decision. It's pretty clear that this was Haines's idea, Moriarty said. He gave them the gun. He drove them over there. It's the car's fault. It's the gun's fault. It's Haines's fault. It's not the fault of the kids. Right. Their brains aren't formed yet. She plans to seek... An, uh, I don't want to read the rest of it. Uh, I, I don't know what Mary Moriarty believes about the one-year-old child left behind. Uh, there's not enough... Well, let me continue. It's it's pretty good. She plans to seek an aggravated sentence for Haynes, who was scheduled to appear before a grand jury on first-degree murder ser- charges when his lawyer filed a motion questioning his competency to stand trial. Should he be ruled competent to proceed, he may still face an indictment for the upgraded charge. But that was not enough to appease residents who argue that such a light sentence for his teenage accomplices would send a a dangerous message to troubled black youth who reach to guns to settle petty feuds. Mary is doing this for... The black boy's thinking she's righting a historical wrong, but she's opening up a can of worms, said Latonya Reeves, chair of the Minnesota C- uh, Civilian Public Safety Commission. This is not what we meant when we said save our kids. Uh, my God, I've been saying this for years, Latonia. She isn't doing your kids any favors. Right. She's made made these two killers less than. We don't expect them to know any better. They're just black kids. And I'm a white liberal who I know much more than they do. And if I don't take the actions I do, I can't continue to control them. Mary Moriarty's got corrupted ideology, just like this screwball in Coon Rapids who thinks the car is at fault for being stolen. Moriarty conceded that the sudden change in direction prompted many difficult conversations among staff members who'd spent time working alongside the grieving family. That's to be expected, she said. I can acknowledge that this is tremendously painful and know that we are making the right decision in this case based on science. There you go, transgender people. She's thrown science into your case based on science and everything we know about young people. God, she is
2: a...
3: There's a ray of hope in here. I can't believe what I just read.
0: From the civil group?
3: From a gal, I'm assuming, Mickey Frost.
0: I didn't even get that far.
3: It's the one, two, three, fourth graph on the jump at the bottom. We have to stop slapping these kids on the wrist and giving them uh, that thought that they can terrorize neighborhoods and even be murderers, that they don't have to look at nothing simple, look at nothing but a simple stay over at Red Wing for a year or so, said Mickey Frost, founder of, we've, this is a guess, the 8, 8218 Truce Center in St. Paul, an organization working to de escalate youth disputes. He, that's he just, is a fellow, Kenny. It, it's a fellow, okay. And he yep. said uh, that's just not fair to the community. That guy would be a great guest. Let's
0: have What's the name Mickey again? Mickey Frost.
3: M I K I Frost.
1: M I C K E Y F R O. Well, here's here's there's a million
0: questions for Mary Moriarty. Here would be a principal question. If you think that uh, you have science on your side, and you think the young minds aren't fully formed yet and aren't able to make decisions, even apparently, Mary, including murder, uh, when will that get better? Under your way of thinking about this, right. how does your how does your view of this turn that around? Doesn't well, it doesn't turn it around. It makes it worse.
3: No, and those kids will offend again. Of course. Give me a break, They'll
0: offend While they're on probation,
3: they won't. They'll the second they get out, they're going to disappear.
1: But again, they're in this specific case. What you have, what you have uh, put in office, is now affecting your daily life. So then, where do you place the blame? Because people like they're not blaming Mary Moriarty. They're still going to blame the establishment, right? Garage yeah. logic should be a political party because. The
0: conservative for Republicans are nuts, and the uh, liberal wackos are nuts. Garage logic should, should be a political party. It's what the Republican Party at some point in history used to be, full of common sense at least, but it doesn't exist anymore. How do you slap a woman like this down? Slaps the wrong word. I don't mean that physically. I mean, how do you put a woman like this in her place? How don't do you elect put her. Zach Stevenson in her in his place? You don't elect these people. Yeah. Well, you know that's. Well, you know. Yeah, but John said Stevenson lost all his votes by less than a thousand. A uh, lot uh, uh, won all his races by
4: less than a thousand votes. That's correct. Eight hundred was the most he won by. Out of and they were small samples, twenty thousand people, but still. Very close races. People and how of many?
0: Rapids, shake yourselves up. Confront this man.
4: Uh,
3: yeah, I wonder how many people stayed home on election night. Yeah. I yeah. Don't know. There had to be plenty.
1: But you could say that for a lot of it. Look at, we, we broke down Mayor Carter's victory. We, I mean, 30,000
0: people Nobody voted.
1: voted in St. Paul. And
0: the only people who voted were the people who thought they were going to get free rent because of his misguided rental. Well, well, that worked policy. out well, though, didn't it? I say it's his. He'll say it's not his. He allowed activists to create the rental question. 30,000 people voted. And the city's been going downhill ever since. You, I don't know how many people voted for the little guy Fry. That city's going downhill. Any city run by Mysterians is going downhill. Anyone. Just Just name make- me a flourishing, fun, healthy, safety, big city in America run by the left. Name me one. Doesn't All of them exist. Doesn't exist.
1: Uh, no, oh, you mean uh healthy. Yeah. yeah. You're name right. Me one. No, you're right. Up until about five years ago, I would have said San Diego. But it's now I I, I saw it firsthand. It's also on the same page. Has she fallen? Oh yeah.
0: You know, on this day in 2016, I didn't have my Yamaha scooter yet. Okay. If I did, I'd be calling Tim Bloom at EcoFun and say, Timmy, it's 70 degrees. Let's do this. I'm I'm going for a ride. Let's go. Right. And he'd get that thing to me. Hell yeah. Uh, We're going to get the warm weather any day now. We're going to break out. And you'll be riding those scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. You'll be riding the electric bicycles, the exotic motorcycles, the youth recreational equipment, youth four-by-fours, ATVs. They're really fun. A lot of them have the remote control so the kid doesn't have to crash into a rock, which would be the rock's fault. <laughs> right. And then uh, they've got uh, the service and the apparel and the helmets in two wonderful locations. A new EcoFund Motorsports that just opened last summer about nine months ago in Forest Lake on Highway 97, just west of 35, and a store that also opened this summer in Burnsville on uh, the Service Road of Life near County Road 42. I can't wait till the weather warms up so I can start doing my errands on my scooter because that beats the man at the pump.
5: Mm -hmm. We're talking
0: 75 to 90 miles a gallon. And uh, don't take it on the highway and don't take it on busy streets. But that's the fun of creating your uh, your errand route becomes an adventure. I've seen parts of this city I didn't know existed. Because I'm just trying to stay off main streets. Someday I'll tell you about how I go from my house to downtown St. Paul.
3: I can hardly wait. It's quite an, I don't even cross oh the river twice. Well, well, I don't know yeah. about that's that. It's got to be fascinating.
0: EcoFunMotorsports.com. <laughs>
3: Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Suchere. Mm, far more important than anything that we've discussed thus far, or maybe even ever on Logic, is which snowblower are you going to buy, single-stage or two-stage? Of course, we're talking Tri-State Bobcat and their spring sale on the Toro Power Clear single-stage blowers and the PowerMax two-stage snowblowers. I'm just going to say it. Um... A two stage will do everything a single stage will do, but sometimes a single stage cannot match the effectiveness of a two stage. There you go. I said it. Okay. Um, but it's up to you to make a decision. I can't tell you what to, to, to do other than get to Tri State Bobcat, um, either call them up or storm in the door and announce that, hey, I'm a GLer. Let's go here. And then you're going to get the, the best deal you can possibly get on not only snow blowers. But last year's model zero-turn mowers, Tri-State also having the best pricing uh, available on select previous model years, both the Time Cutter and the Titan zero-turn mowers, anywhere from 42 to 60-inch, and discounts anywhere from 10 to 20% under the pricing. Big bunch of snow blowers, big bunch of lawnmowers. Get on the horn, walk in the door, and if you're in Owatonna, Keys, now a part of the tri-state Bobcat family. So everything available here in the Twin Cities, available there. Um, tell them you're a GLR. Oh, Burnsville, Little Canada, Hudson, and the best. I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of time on this website. It's so awesome. TristateBobcat.com.
0: Uh, if uh, we gotta wait a moment for John. I got a few announcements. I'm I'm, I'm here. I know. Hello. Oh, I, I'm calling out to any GLers who might be in the Lake Nakoma area. Now I know that might be unlikely. That does sound like Liberal Lakes territory and Euphoria territory. But there's some GLers, I bet, in the Lake Nakoma uh, area. They're and they're tonight,
3: yeah, with the bass boat out front.
0: And tonight at 6:30 p.m at the Lake Nakoma's Community Center, it's right there on the parkway, you'd have a chance to uh, be part of a forum that will feature all four announced candidates for Minneapolis Ward 12 City Council. Uh, candidates are uh, uh, Orrin Chowdhury, Jerome Evans, Luther Ranheim, and Nancy Ford. Now, you'll recall Nancy Ford. We took her under our wing around state fair time. Oh, that's she right. She runs a little fix-it shop somewhere over here oh, on Lake Street or right. off yep. Lake Street. Yep. And yep. and despite despite some hippie leanings, <laughs> Nancy Ford had a little GL going for her. You guys all recall that? yeah, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So yep. here's a chance, because who, who left to see? Johnson? Uh, uh, Andrew Johnson as an outgoing council member. So these four newcomers are having a forum tonight at 6.30, and it's your chance to ask them things like, do you believe automobiles cause their own theft? (laughs) You you have a chance to get to who will represent you and confront them on their common-sense positions about life. So again, the uh, candidates are Oren Choudhury, Jerome Evans, uh, Luther Ranheim, and Nancy Ford. And Nancy Ford is the only one I know anything about. We had her on the air. She was a fun, hail, hail fellow, well-met kind of gal. And she's running, and she's not giving up. Remember, she, she ran and lost, but she's not giving up because Johnson uh, suddenly is outgoing. So she's in the race again. But for all I know, you will encounter some garage logicianship there. Uh, So that's 6.30 p.m. Lake Nokomis Community Center. If any GLers attend and wish to email us, I'd appreciate that. Bert wants to know if some regressive turd T-bones me while running a red light because he or she is baked, speeding, and texting his or her life partner about what genders they should be, whose fault is it? The cars or the lights. Please help Bert in Minneapolis. Okay. Please help me. Thank you, Bert. And uh, Mary wants us to know my husband is a listener and asked me to share our daughter's Kia experience with you. She was residing in an apartment in North St. Paul on the bus line. It stopped right out in front of her apartment. Within a month of her move in her Kia Forte was stolen, and it was recovered a week later. Shout out to the North St. Paul officers. After jumping through all the insurance hoops, etc., her car was, was repaired four months later. She went without a car for three months because uh, insurance only pays for a month of rental. We helped her through it. She borrowed my manual, Crosstrek. Nobody's taking that car because they can't drive it. Uh, she then drove her repaired car for two months, and it was stolen again. This time it was recovered in two days, and she was able to watch it being recovered on Facebook Live Patrol. Our fine Ramsey County officers caught the guy, and it's all on video. See Facebook Live Patrol uh, edition number 298, if you want to watch that for yourself. Now, keep in mind, she tried to protect her car when she bought a steering wheel lock. Well, that's a false sense of security. They just use a sawzall and cut her steering wheel. They hmm. also cut off her exhaust, destroyed her steering column. The insurance adjuster said it looked like a rookie sorry, rookie <laughs> did it. The guy was caught with drugs and a catalytic converter, found out the catalytic converter was from her car, along with cutting off the entire exhaust system. They They stole the uh, passenger side visor, all her floor mats, the spare tire, the jack, the carpet, the cover in her trunk for the spare tire.
2: Was it just a frame?
0: Then to add insult to injury, she couldn't find a Kia dealership that wasn't booked out until April. One flat out refused to take her car. This happened early February. I work for White Bear Lake Public Works, and one of our mechanics asked a buddy of his to get the car repaired, and he did. Thank you, Fleming Auto. With so many cars being stolen, the only way they couldn't get this, uh, the only thing they couldn't get was the interior things that are on back order. She still has the car, but is looking for a new one. She's already been told by a few dealerships that they won't take her Kia in on trade, or if they do, it will go straight to auction. The guy who stole has a long criminal background, and she she is going to prosecute. Good for her. But now I'm thinking it might get thrown out of court because it's the car's fault. <laughs> Obviously, the very existence of this car drove him down this path of crime. See, there's Mary Mary Helmerich. She's a garage logician. She has retained her Judeo-Christian foundation. Nowhere in her does she suggest her daughter intended to blame the car.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. How do we get that message to Coon Rapids?
0: Well, the voters will have to go out there and <clears throat> shake the tree. Here's John Haidt.
4: Thank you, Joe. In the news, officials have identified the three people who were discovered shot to death Sunday morning in Chisago County, Midwest. Oh, goodness, my computer just died. Hang on, it'll come back. That's good there. timing. <laughs> the Midwest Medical Examiner's Office identified the three victims as 73 year old Daryl Mattson, 68 year old Denise Matson, and 47 year old Kirk Matson, all found shot multiple times inside a home on Brunswick Road in Fish Lake Township. What the a- hell? Well, additionally, a person of interest in the triple homicide had been found dead in another location over the weekend. According to the sheriff's office, they have not released that person's name or cause of death. The sheriff's office says it does not believe the shooting is random and there's no reason to believe there's a threat to the public. Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension is helping out the Chisago County Sheriff's Office with that investigation.
0: So the parents, and it sounds like their son, mm-hmm. were murdered... Correct. By a guy who then must have gone home and killed himself.
4: Correct. What the hell was that's it, that all about? That's what it would appear to be.
0: <clears throat> what in the hell was that about?
4: Don't know. There are a lot of people who have applied but have not yet received emergency assistance through the food nutrition program known as SNAP and a direct financial services program. Too much fraud? That, no, that backlog, according to Ramsey County leaders, started to happen back in November. Uh, Rook alerted to the, uh, us to this you know, yesterday, I think, or the day before, sending us a letter that the sheriff sent, and I'll tell you about that in just a minute. The Ramsey County dashboard for emergency services showed as of Tuesday, there were almost 5,800 people who applied for the help, but we're still waiting to hear back from the county. Ramsey County Sheriff Bob Fletcher sent a letter Monday to the full Ramsey County Board of Commissioners, urging them to take action because increase in crimes like Theft and burglaries tend to go up when people face great economic strains. Fletcher said in the letter, timely and reliable financial assistance for food and other benefits is one of the most important upstream crime prevention efforts that Ramsey County can provide. Now, Ramsey County Board Chair Trista Matas-Castillo told our friends at 5 Eyewitness News the backlog is not acceptable and is now a high priority for the county's administration to fix the problem. Uh, she said the co- uh, county has hired some part-time employees from other counties to help reduce the current backlog. If
0: we're tearing our hair out because of Mary Moriarty, can you imagine what Fletcher must think? Oh, my God. Jesus. We need to we need to shake these people up. Come on, GLers! I'm having some sort of ray of hope, uh, some sort of uh, stirring in my loins. <laughs> oh,
4: whoa, yikes. I'm
0: having stirring. Well
4: Did not need to hear that, Joe.
0: Thank Get over know. there to Lake Nicomas tonight, GLers. Get out to uh, have this Stevenson fellow have a town hall, GLers in, Co- in Coon Rapids. Let's go here. Is it the Let's kind go. of
1: stirring of loins that needs ointment? No. No, more of a say I, just,
0: I Come on, GLers. Let's confront these people.
4: Go ahead. Three, men, three men from Michigan arrested in West St. Paul on Tuesday may have stolen up to $30,000 worth of goods from a local target and may be linked to a nationwide crime spree. West St. Paul Police Department says it was called to the target at 1750 Robert Street South at 1140 in the morning Tuesday after three men used a fake credit card to buy more than $1,000 worth of products. Police were told by store security that the same three men were responsible for over thirty grand in thefts last week using the same false pretense to obtain products. Were they easy to steal? Oh,
2: you're looking for blame. You're looking for blame. Oh, it's not their fault. I see. Were those
4: cards (laughs) easy to steal? the men fled in different directions as police arrived but were all caught and arrested all three men are from flint michigan with police looking into the possibility they're linked to a nationwide larger crime ring one of the men having warrants for felony theft in florida in washington the trio are being held in dakota county jail for felony theft and fleeing police charges you
0: think i'm being facetious this is where we're headed it's not gonna be long before a lawyer in Charleston is gonna use the Minneapolis information to get those guys off from stealing high-end cars. It was way too easy, Judge, way too easy, jury, for them mm.
1: for these guys to steal those cars. I think now's as good a time as ever to promote the Garage Logic Town Council, and I mean that because those of you that are already members of the Garage Logic Town Council saw the nonverbal cues that both I tried to give Rookie and then Rookie tried to give Joe. I don't even know what they pertaining were. Pertaining to right. the fact that his microphone was off and he asked John a question and John didn't hear that. <laughs>
4: I did not uh, hear a
3: question. Right. Plus, no. the town council gets an awesome view of the top of uh, Joe's head. Yes. And yeah, his right. ever-receding sure. hairline. When he's in disgust. <laughs> yes, because when, he, when he's listening, he bends down and shows us the top of his head.
0: He uh, does, yes. Keep my head. Hey, uh, no. Keep your chin up. Hold Will your
4: you? head up. Argent. Argent. Wow. Yeah. A Viking hero. I don't know if you guys saw this on Sunday. Receiver K.J. Osborne. I'll oh, tell you oh, what. Man.
0: The NFL is so desperate that this guy did this. <laughs> He's been on every possible show you can get him on. Yes, He's been he on has. ESPN all day. He, The NFL is going to canonize this guy. Go ahead, John. I didn't mean to step on you.
4: K.J. Osborne helped pull a man out of a burning car after a crash. Uh, The wide receiver of the Vikings was riding in an Uber. When it came up to the scene, Osborne, his Uber driver, and two other bystanders helped the man stuck in the vehicle. Osborne told ESPN's Adam Schefter on Schefter's podcast Monday that initially, when the vehicle crashed, he was unsure if the man inside was alive. We're not letting this go by. Get him (laughs) on TV. He told Schefter, he was kind of in a daze, but I think he could feel the heat coming to his legs. That's when we tried to talk to him and get him out. Osborne tweeted photos showing the car on fire on the side of an embankment, saying in part they were just in the right place at the exact Right time. Well,
0: God bless Osborne. He was, but with each passing telling of the story, it gets better. Yeah. You know, the Lord <laughs> is now involved and he had to be delivered to the right space at the right time. And the NFL couldn't be happier because he didn't beat up some woman or have a gun in
1: a nightclub. To the point where someone uh, of note had put on Twitter that it's, oh, th- it's now NFL players won in the good category yep. because it was the anniversary of the Raiders receiver that killed somebody going 160 oh, yeah. miles. An hour. oh the NFL loves this guy yeah.
3: I, know, I, I know a guy he actually works on GL that uh, turns out he saved a life this guy's driving down a country lane late at night and sees a fire under a pickup truck as he, he's approaching this truck is stopped at a stop sign this guy pulls up next to it and uh, rolls down his window and the kid uh, goes my, my truck died and I said well you're on fire and uh, he says, oh, well, it's my grandpa's truck. I better call my, my grandpa. And this guy says, well, maybe you should get out because your truck's on fire. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, that's a good idea. And I said, uh, well, you got anything in the back seat? And he goes, oh, my! I got a couple of guns back there and a toolbox. And the next <laughs> thing you know, this guy and this kid are throwing stuff out of the truck and into
0: the ditch. And good. then you took off and left him there.
3: And then, uh, yeah, the fire chief showed up, and I took off like a bat out of hell. Didn't want anything to do with the whole
0: scene.
5: <laughs>
3: who knows? Who knows what condition so you, that guy was blowed.
4: in? Some yeah. could have blown.
0: <laughs> Something
4: could have blown. NATO Secretary General Jans Stoltenberg warned Wednesday the eastern Ukrainian city of Bakhmut may fall into Russian hands in the coming days after months of intense fighting. His remarks come as Russia's Wagner mercenary group, which is spearheaded the attack on Bakhmut, claimed to have captured the eastern bank of the industrial town that has been devastated in the longest battle since Moscow invaded Ukraine. President Biden yesterday proposing new taxes on people making 400 grand or more to help fund Medicare, saying the plan would help to extend the insurance program's solvency by 25 years and provide a degree of middle-class stability To millions of older adults. Mm -hmm. In the plan, the president is overtly declaring the wealthy ought to shoulder a heavier tax burden. Because
0: they don't pay enough,
4: John. His budget would draw a direct line between those new taxes and the popular health insurance program for people older than 65, essentially asking those who fared best in the economy to subsidize the rest of the population. Biden would like to increase the Medicare tax rate from 3.8% to 5% on income exceeding 400 grand per year, including salaries and capital gains. The White House did not provide specific cost-saving estimates with the proposal, but the move would likely increase tax revenues by more than $117 billion over 10 years, that according to prior estimates by the Tax Policy Center.
0: You know what we have to do? The term is... We have to put the political class on notice. We can't give up. We must continue to push back. Zach Stevenson, people in Coon Rapids, put him on notice. Tonight at the uh, Nokomis City Hall or whatever the hell that is, the park building, put those candidates on notice. Tell them what you expect for them. It's at the... uh, Lake Nakoma's Community Center. Put them on notice.
3: It's on the north side of the lake, like you said, yeah, right on the parkway. Right off
0: the parkway. Put them on notice.
3: Um, back to the story John just read. I would hope, I'm just hoping, that anybody that makes over 400000 a year has a, know. just a kick-ass accountant that can find every single little loophole that prevents
1: them from paying yep. the full price. Or I just him. would hope, I would hope. Or get them to $399.9. Yeah, oh, you just, yep. nine, you nine. just missed <laughs>
4: Adjusted
2: gross income.
4: The redevelopers of the Uptown Theater have booked some homegrown talent in one Rock and Roll Hall of Fame act to kick off a new era. Twin Cities favorites Yam House and Prof... And funk legends George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic all were announced yesterday as the first batch of performers at the Reborn Theater, which is being converted into a 2,500-person concert hall by the same company that successfully uh, rebirthed the Armory in downtown Minneapolis. As for Clinton and P-Funk, they're not due to play there until September 16th, but tickets for their show will go on sale along with all the others Friday. That'd at be 10
0: a fun night. That'd be a fun. Well, I was just
4: going
3: to advise. Do whatever it takes to go see Parliament.
4: Okay, what Um, building is this, John? It's the old Uptown Theater.
0: Uptown Theater in Dinkytown? Yeah. Yeah.
4: No, okay. no, not Dinky no. Town. No, what am no, I no, no. What it's on, Hennepin.
0: on
3: Hennepin? It's on Hennepin. Hennepin right, yeah. if you're going southbound, it's, yeah, right, it's right before. The, uh, right Hennepin
2: Hennepin before Lake Street. There. you can get there. Yeah, John and Kenny, you will you do there. me a favor and point out where it is again? Because you guys were you guys were both <laughs> right, there. right around this, to <laughs> right the right, right there, There's There's right in front of you, right right across the
0: street from the McDonald's. You're thinking of Varsity. I guess I was. Yeah, you're thinking. There were two theaters in Dinky Town. There was the Varsity, and what's the other one? There was another one.
2: Uh, the not the heights. It was um, we used to. Mans used to own the varsity. Well, was there the was varsity
0: two I can't think of it. It's not important. I would yeah. hope that The concert is in September. No. 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 I would hope
3: that it would be so. really, really hot because Parliament makes a, a guy and a gal want to take their clothes off right there yeah, it's, yeah, it's 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 yeah. a sexy show
4: uh, not only by the way uh, just <laughs> it's for all just the music, sexy music <laughs> you music geeks out there uh, not only will uh, George Clinton is I didn't realize he is still performing with that whole outfit Well, he's the funk uh, master uh, they will have the guest uh, uh George Porter Jr who was the bass player for the Meters who's oh. as funky, funky as you can possibly be he will be the bass player let's all goal Was Bootsy was there? Wasn't Bootsy the original bass player? I I believe so. Uh, Bootsy was, and I think Bootsy's still touring too. So they may have Porter and Bootsy, which would be double bass. Nobody needs two bass players. Oh yes, they do. Depends on the players. Yeah. Uh, By the way, uh, the uh, Yam House one will be May fifth. The Prof concerts uh, three days, uh, two days in a row. I'm sorry, June twenty third. Prof the rapper.
0: I don't know From Prof. I don't, know. I don't. I don't know Prof. He's very. He's very. Young. I'd I rather say, see Dylan and his buddy good.
1: play there. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I will say the nine-minute extended version of Atomic Dog. That's a great road trip song. You got to get the long version.
4: John, who is that, is that Prof?
1: Him?
4: No, it's it's
1: Par, Parliament.
4: It's
3: Parliament Funkadelic. By cracker. George Clinton. by dogs. George Clinton. Not oh, a geez. different Clinton. You are just Lily White, aren't you? Who uh, John? Who was the uh, hip hop artist that Don turned us on to today from Minneapolis or from the
4: Twin Cities? Uh, yeah, he's from Dessa. Rochester. Young Gravy. Oh, Young Gravy, spelled uh, Y-U-N-G. Yes, clear. I have a message into a young man in my house to see if we like Young Gravy. So I, don't I don't think don't know you do. Him. I have a Where's he from again? Practice. He's from Rochester. Rochester. Rochester.
3: Yeah. Uh, Don, um, I think she'd uh, she'd leave her family on Christmas
0: yeah, it's, morning it's, to go uh, mm-hmm. be
4: with Young Gravy. It sounded like it. Well, then yes. she has uh, no taste. Prof uh, prop is quite Jeez. good, Joe. I know you've never heard of him, but uh, you're going to have to trust me on this. If, yeah. if you like hip hop at all, which There's you no do. Good hip-hop. But, no good hip hop. Thankfully,
3: nobody appreciates and trusts your taste in music. That's true. Thankfully. Yeah, that's <laughs>
4: true. Uh, yeah, that, that's very true. Uh, uh, an airline passenger accused of trying to open a plane emergency exit door, and then swinging at a flight attendant with a broken spoon. Uh, did you see this video?
1: I did, and I thought yeah. he stabbed the flight attendant.
4: John. He tried to with a broken spoon. Yes, he did. He okay. was able to. Uh, he also tried to attack two guards yesterday at the jail where he's being held. He is 33-year-old Francisco Torres of Leominster, Massachusetts. Uh, details and severity of the incident at the jail were not immediately clear. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it. Uh, only because uh, he's first. He's obviously he's really insane. Kidding. Yeah. Right. He's he's obviously insane and he, he goes on this rant on the plane. That's the first video you see. And then you see him start attacking people and everybody starts pouring out to grab him. Yeah. Which that's people great. were taking off the this. Yeah, Give Mary
0: Moriarty one just for the hell of it. Right. Just showing me you die <laughs> out. Deserves this. Yeah.
2: The Lagoon.
0: Nope. That's lagoon. that was Hennepin and yeah. Lake too. Yeah, that was uh
2: uptown. The lagoon is now the uptown.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And Suburban
2: World is two blocks away.
3: Oh, wait. There were two theaters. There That's what I'm trying were, to say. There was one on each side of Lake Street. There was one by the Uptown Bar. And then there was one across from the McDonald's, right? It's a changed city. Go
4: on, John. Okay. Uh, now a story about a Florida stripper. She's Those facing. Are always good stories, yeah, John.
2: Got my attention.
4: She's facing a domestic battery charge. This would may lead to some questions. Uh, domestic battery charge after allegedly striking her ex-boyfriend in the head with, quote, a large amount of rolled-up money <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> she threw up the victim while inside a Clearwater nightclub. That'll show them. According to investigators, Tiara Miller, 29 years old, and the 34-year-old victim both work at the Baby Dolls Strip Club. Oh. Baby hmm. Dolls, Rook.
2: Oh, the baby Dolls, baby, don't eat some thin men.
4: <laughs> the pair uh, had dated for six months before they separated. Oh. As charged in the criminal complaint, Miller and the victim, a security guard, uh, were working together at Baby Dolls earlier this week. So when she the and the tra-
1: bouncer broke up and she's going to show try. him. Yeah, that-
4: <laughs> uh, They were working uh, together earlier this week when the man tried to walk across the stage to speak to another co-worker. <sighs> Miller allegedly responded by taking, quote, According to the police report, a wad of money and throwing it at the victim's head, hitting him in the back <laughs> of the head. That violate
0: some sort of stripper Boy, protocol that I, you can't walk on stage when they're. Um, it's like I when wouldn't. a batter I goes break, across yeah. the pitcher yeah, yeah, mound. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah.
4: I would like to do that to you guys sometimes. Let me tell you, it's well, like you'll have to
0: catch us at baby
4: dolls. <laughs> remember at uh, Woodstock, Abby Hoffman tried to get on stage with the Who and Pete Townsend physically threw him yeah, off the stage I, because I he I said. said remember that. He said, "I don't care who he was. Yeah. It's my stage." Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, in addition to misdemeanor, domestic, <laughs> in addition yeah. to misdemeanor domestic battery count, Miller was also charged with criminal mischief for allegedly damaging the victim's cell phone. Uh, my favorite part of that story, as it was written by uh, the uh, source I took it from, was, "Do you think the whole lot of bills were ones?" <laughs> get it?
0: Hey, get it? I do.
1: Yeah, because like that's what they give out.
2: Yeah, you mean like this? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You got you got a bunch of ones. Are you right going there? to the strip club? Yep.
2: Yeah. I like
0: the Strip club. I love the Strip club. I like the Strip club.
4: <laughs> 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 gonna make it rain, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, no beach body, no problem. An enterprising man in the United Kingdom devised an unorthodox way to get toned abs in a flash by having a six pack tattooed on his stomach. I'm gonna have that done. Nice.
0: <laughs> but I'm going to Mexico yeah. to have it done. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an Instagram video detailing Take your own his car. Detailing his hyper-realistic beach body art procedure is currently blowing up online with almost half a million likes. I saw it. It's pretty good. It actually is. I thought it looked hokey, but it looked uh, normal. I'm getting one. Wow. Dean Gunther is the tattoo artist who did the procedure. He said, it's been one of my most unusual requests. Gunther runs color realism tattoos in the UK. He said the customer wanted his body ready for summer without having to exercise or change his eating habits. What a, what a smart guy.
2: Right. I just can't I be convenienced
1: right by going oh, to the No, this gym. is brilliant. It's brilliant. And I'm sure it's going to look great Get in a 15 million dollar years. Idea. Yeah, it's going to look really good. What
2: about when he has his flavourage? <laughs>
1: Gunther added, "I was excited
4: to do this tattoo because I've seen someone do it before, but in that case, it didn't look realistic. I wanted it to look realistic, and I think it does, as
1: Joe said. Thanks, John. You're welcome. Uh, We'll be Johnny Cake." Just as soon as uh, that nonverbal cue that I gave, rookie. I love that a, a this ago. one, yeah. This that one, one Chris. It? Hey, what? Where he tells us about the fine folks from Minnesota Masonic Charities. Yes,
2: I will do that, and I want to stress uh, right now that you can donate. I'll give you the phone number. They'll always take your money, but. They're going to take your money and do very different things What if with they're it. in
1: a giant wad of ones and I want to throw it at them? Will
2: they take that money? <laughs> I'll take it right to the back of the head. Nice. That's not a problem at all. There are scholarships available, and I want you people to know that because... You can nominate someone, and the scholarships that they have are very, very unique. Matching grants, community scholarships, student scholarships, and I just, were really proud of the programs that they have. I sat down with Minnesota Masonic Charities. They showed me exactly how many there are, uh, and I'm not going to bore you with the details. Go to their website and check it out yourself, mnmasoniccharities.org. Poke around. Learn. There's a podcast as well They have their own podcast If you want to learn more about them Again, it's not just all secret handshakes and that stuff They are do a wonderful job With the old people With the young people And with the students So 952-948-6200 952 948 Better yet, what I'd like you to do Because they want the publicity Is poke around their website That's mnmasoniccharities.org Do it right now
0: Um, i got to go to the um, store and pretend I know what I'm doing. i got to buy some sandwiches. No, I don't want to. Yeah,
3: no.
1: You should, you you should cannot take a stop camera it. with it. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. How's that water inside of the Suchi Estate? Wonderful. Well, no, you need to upgrade. Oh, it's we need a up. We need a soft water. Hofferman Water and, and Hofferman. Connecticut, Joe, they'll take care of you. <laughs> Hofferman Water offers sales, service, and rental options for Connecticut water Your treatment systems. You rent water? Well, you know, maybe you have a cabin and you just want to rent one for a small portion of time. A lot of people choose to do that. Hmm. Uh, I am not one of them. I decided to purchase my Connecticut water treatment system. I went with the the top-of-the-line water softener because... Boy, was our water bad in Carver. And then when we moved, we said, well, we need a new one for the new place. So we did that, too. Hofferman Water took care of us. And I'm a customer for life. Literally, I am a customer for life with Hofferman Water. They're going to make your showers better. Your laundry will be better. So will your cooking. Everything you do uh, will be better if you go with Hofferman Water and Connecticut. So here's the deal. Call them today, 952 894 4040. That's 952 or visit their website, hoffermanwater.com. You go on that website, and you can see every single option that they're going to be able to have for you and provide for you. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic podcast.
0: GLers have been uh doing some writing. And I uh, I thank them for that. I'm going to do one today from Steve. Then Marty's got one I'll read tomorrow. This is Steve Mulholland. He lives in the belly of the beast. Mm. He's over there in, uh, deep in Minneapolis. And he writes, Your recent discussion about the boy mayor of Minneapolis, young Melvin and the fraud Keith Ellison, two regressives in a turd, demanding that Kia and Hyundai recall their vehicles because they're too easy to steal while saying nothing about the discarded moral and social contract of our youth, led me to wonder how their nonsense would have flown back during a simpler time in America. If you'll indulge me, I've explored that scenario, and I'll share with you an alternate history. Dateline, St. Paul, Minnesota, March 6, 1958. St. Paul Mayor Joseph E. Dillon joined Minneapolis Mayor P. Kenneth Anderson along with Minnesota Attorney General Miles Lord to announce the filing of a class-action lawsuit against General Motors Corporation of Detroit, Michigan, calling upon the automobile manufacturer to recall their 1957 Chevy Bel Air two-door and four-door sedans as well as the two-door Chevy Sport Coupe and Sport Sedan, a four-door hardtop. The three Civic leaders held a news conference at Mancini's on West 7th Street yesterday in response to a rash of so-called hot wirings of the popular Chevy vehicles in recent weeks. The men claim that Chevrolet has made their 1957 models too easy for would-be teenage youths to steal. The vehicles can be started without a key by simply employing a screwdriver and a few feet of piano wire to manipulate the steering column and ignition system. The theft process recently was published in the back pages of Look magazine and is spread by word of mouth in Minneapolis and St. Paul, as well as other cities across the country. We are calling on General Motors to recall their 57 Chevy models, the attorney general said. The flaw in the ignition mechanism has made it too easy for the vehicles to be stolen. Our teenage population cannot resist the temptation. Look Magazine immediately removed issues from drugstore shelves and newsstands. Gardner Cowles Jr., publisher of the magazine, said he regrets the error for printing the instructions, which has been scrawled on the walls of numerous public restrooms in the Twin Cities. I'm afraid the cat is out of the bag, Cowles said after promptly firing the copy boy. Minnesota Senator Hubert H. Humphrey, who will be in the Twin Cities for a $10 per plate fundraiser at St. Paul's University Club this weekend, sent a wire (coughs) from Washington, D.C., vowing he will place the full weight of his office on this crisis. Our streets have been terrorized by stolen Chevy Bel Airs for far too long, Humphrey said. Our boys have fallen victim to short-sighted engineering by General Motors while GM stockholders are making a fortune. The senator wanted to say it was bad enough that GM made a deal under the table to supply buses to replace all the streetcars in the Twin Cities. Now they're poisoning our youth. GM President Harlow Curtis did not return inquiries for comment. The news of the class action suit comes after a crash Friday night at 11 p.m., when a stolen 1957 two-door Bel Air Nomad station wagon, imperial ivory in color, collided with a cloverleaf dairy truck on East Lake Street near Cedar Avenue. Two boys quickly exited the vehicle and were spotted running into an alley behind the Red Owl grocery store. The young thieves were later apprehended at a nearby Henry's Hamburgers franchise, according to veteran Minneapolis Tribune sports columnist Sid Hartman, enjoying a late dinner with Washington Senators owner Calvin Griffith, who is rumored to be touring the new improvements made to Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington. I was eating a cheeseburger and spilled mustard on my tie, Hartman said. I looked up and saw the two no-good crooks near the soda fountain. Police said the crash totaled the dairy truck, causing chocolate milk to spew across Lake Street. It is not known if the milk pouring out of the truck came from chocolate cows. Editors note reporters from the Minneapolis Star, the Minneapolis Tribune, the St. Paul Pioneer Press, and the St. Paul Dispatch contributed to this story. See how folly that is? Yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, it's never would have happened, would it, fellas? Put a lot of work into that. He didn't did, he? and wow. uh, tomorrow we got a guy who put a lot of work into his. And you put that much work into it? I'm reading them.
3: Unless yeah. one of your staff
0: wrote it, then well, it wouldn't be any good. <laughs> yeah, it crap, disregard man. it completely. Only because Just they regardless. come to us all the way from Marlith Park. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, they're not. Uh-oh. We have a change of venue. They're in crystal uh, due oh. to the death in the family. Oh, oh, no. Tom's 94-year-old brother, a great living American who was a Korean War vet. Wow. So uh, Tom Lyman has passed, a great living American. Oh, Tom's that, brother. Tom's brother. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did that stop Tom Lyman from sending us this day in history? He's got a job to do. No. And you fellas on the staff could take a lesson from that kind of diligence.
3: Good Lord, I do three hours every day before the show.
0: Except Kenny. He does his.
4: I do mine before okay. the show, too. What except, about me?
0: Except
1: John. Thank you. I, Chris? Uh, I, I agree. I agree completely. <laughs> Noted. On this day, Noted. God bless
0: you. Uh, <laughs> <Noted>. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, what's his name? Tom. Tom's oh, brother. he didn't give us the first name. Oh. I'm sorry. God bless you, Tom's brother. Fought in the Korean War. Great living American. On this day in 1858. Joe, today is March 8th. Douglas County was formed. Dakota, oh. Dodge, and Douglas are your three D counties. Mm-hmm. Uh, its name hey, honors Steve. How uh, many T counties are there? I was in Todd yesterday. There, that's got to be the only T county. Todd and Travers. Travers. Yep. All right. Resume. On this day in 1858, Douglas County was formed. Its name honors Stephen A. Douglas of Illinois, who advocated for Minnesota statehood. And on this day in 1892... Three-seven. A snowstorm covered Duluth on this day and the next. Many people had to exit their homes through second-story windows. Wow! (laughs) Kind of like Northern California. Wow. Yeah. And on this day in 1920... March 8th. The U.S. Supreme Court settled a boundary squabble between Minnesota and Wisconsin over control of the Duluth Harbor, hmm. finding in Minnesota's favor. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen of Garage Logic. Coon Rapids GLers, you have your work cut out for you. The Lake Nocomus area residents, tonight uh, at the uh, Lake Nocomus Community Center, you have your work cut out for you. These people must be put on notice.
1: Thank you. The uh, high school hockey tournament kicked off yes. today. And I believe it was yesterday, Patrick James Stephen uh took a photo of the fine picture of you two out on the bulletin board over here from, what, late 80s? I don't know. The either. Eddie Haskell and... Oh uh, no, no. That was mur- early 80s. Early 80s. Uh, he didn't Pat-
3: look that good when I met him in the late 80s.
1: Patrick had said, considering the look on Sucha's face, where did the guy behind him have his hands? You got to admit, though, that's one stylish shirt. And then one, Louis Vincent Nanny retweeted that and said, "You look like the great John Belushi in that picture." Uh, I'll have to go look at it. And you're up.
3: bug-eyed, suit, I'm wondering yeah, what what, what, the what hell was going through your mind when that
0: one was
1: snapped. Well, where uh, are Royce's hands? That's what I'm I
0: don't wondering. know. What you're even talking about? The picture of you
1: guys in the other room. I right? don't go to Twitter. Well, your eyes are know. this big, Joe. You've seen They're this huge. photo every day for the past four years. Is in it on studio. my bulletin board?
3: My I'm gonna, God! I'll, I'm find, gonna it. I'll find it. I'll find it. You've separated expecting. from the group, my friend. Don't yeah. worry, we'll get you back with your nurses.
0: I was hoping to get
1: a Louis Nanny impersonation. I
0: was sent some pictures today from Pompeii, Italy, by people who are visiting there. Okay. Yeah. Boy, do they love their swimsuit areas. The old timers in Pompeii. Well, uh, they got know? statues everywhere of giant units. Huh.
3: Huh. Lots oh, lots learn about Italians. Pompeii. Yeah. Crazy
1: Italians. Yeah. <laughs> Travelogue
4: with Joe Soucheret.
1: If you'd like to see more, <laughs> log on and subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube page because we are posting daily content for your amusement. And you can follow us on all the social media channels, which is, of course, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, even though Joe does not participate in any of them. But it's there for you. Catch you tomorrow. Oh, once in a while I do.